Everything you desire to be and do is already in you, just waiting to be let out. You have dreams, you have goals, and your passion is desperate to run free. You are a woman, and you can be everything you desire. I'm Elaine Johnston, and I created this podcast and community to walk hand-in-hand with women just like you to help you break away from all the societal stigmas and to give you the tools you need to achieve your dreams. Through the power of meditation and a positive mindset, you can manifest the person God created you to be. After all, she's already inside you just waiting to be let out. It's time to come back home to you. You're listening to The Prodigal Daughter. Welcome to the Prodigal Daughter Podcast. If you are a brand new listener, I am your host, Elaine Johnston, and you are listening to episode 14. This week, I am talking all things workflow, time management, strategy, and staying on a consistent work schedule. I know times like these where we're living in an unknown season, but we're still incredibly busy with our lives. I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to get to share some of my tips and tricks, especially for those who are just now having to learn how to work from home, who have jobs that are transitioning into the online world, and just keeping a schedule, keeping a routine. We've already talked about the importance of a morning routine and a night routine, but specifically talking about goal setting and strategy and workflow and staying on that schedule. And it may just be a great refresher for those who are already working at home. Maybe this isn't new to you. Maybe the effects and impact of COVID-19 hasn't really impacted your business per se because you've already been working from home. But maybe this is just a refresher for you or maybe to get some ideas. Maybe you have been feeling a little burnout, especially now with this time. I know for me, it can be a little crazy not getting to go work at my favorite coffee shop because we're not allowed, you know, to go anywhere. Um, we can get delivery, we can go through the drive-through, but there's just something about getting to go out in the public and work. And I'm a very incredibly like introverted person. I love people. I love having deep talks and connections with people. But I really love my quality time and and inner space at coffee shops or libraries or little intimate cubbies where I can just sip my favorite latte and and work on my stuff. And and I haven't really been able to do that. I haven't really been able to leave the house. And so I'm trying to go from window to window in my home, just trying to figure out different placements and, and trying to get creative with my normal coffee in the morning. So like I said, I know this is crazy. First of all, I just want to give A shout out to each and every single one of you who are listening to this right now. You took time out of your busy schedule to listen to this specific episode at this specific time. And I am just so incredibly honored. First of all, I just want to share my gratitude and how thankful I am that you are living a busy life. You have a busy schedule. You have things going on. Maybe you're listening to this post-COVID-19. Maybe you found this episode or this show after everything is actually back to normal. Maybe maybe we've been able to go to coffee shops for a while now and you're like, what are you talking about? 
But with that being said, again, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your day to get to hang out with me and just hear me ramble and and share my heart with you all. So incredibly honored for that. Speaking of, I've actually been playing around with a new segment on this show and also on my other show, The Reckless Pursuit, where we give a shout out to people who have left honest reviews of the show. I've been fortunate enough to not yet have a negative review, though I I feel like any successful person, there's always going to be negative reviews. So I'm just like waiting for that one negative review where I'm just like, oh yes, see, I got my first negative review. I got my first bad feedback. And when I say leave an honest review, I really do mean honest. I don't mean be rude, (laughs) but I do mean honest. And like I said, something that I've been incorporating in the last few episodes specifically is just giving a shout out to those who have left reviews of the show. So the review I'm going to read off today is actually one from my husband, Cody, that he left whenever I first started this show back in November of 2019. He titled, As Good As It Gets. Elaine has such a motivational attitude and is super relatable. I cannot begin to express how much I learn from her every time she speaks. I am so thankful for this show and so excited to see how it grows to impact so many women. Shout out to my incredibly sweet husband, Cody, if you are listening to this. Love ya. Um, (laughs) Thanks for leaving a review. Now, okay, let's get on with the actual topic of the show. Here are my top five workflow tips and tricks. Number one, scheduling. The main focus, I feel like, is just getting that schedule in place, getting that schedule in order, syncing your calendars, writing it out, setting reminders on your phone, however you can stay organized, whether it's writing down in your journal and or writing it on a whiteboard and or putting it in your digital calendar, whatever you use to keep your most important dates. Maybe it's just a reminder in your notes app. But I feel like the most important thing before you can actually move on, before you can actually start working on all of your goals and dreams and assignments that you currently have, you need to schedule it out first. And one of the best ways to do this is at the beginning of the week. So whether this is on a Sunday or a Monday, either way, either day, it's really important to schedule out your week at least a week in advance. We write down the most important dates for the current week and for the following week. And if you already have a schedule laid out for the weeks for the weeks to come, go ahead and write that out. If you have your entire month schedule, go ahead and write that out. I know some things kind of flip-flop and things change throughout each week, but whatever dates that you can go ahead and write down and times, go ahead and do that. So something that I actually incorporated in college, I, I really started doing this, I... Uh, my freshman year of college, I would write down, so at the beginning of each semester, I would get my syllabus and I would write down every assignment, even if it was towards the end of the semester, I'd write down every assignment or something that even if we haven't even gone over it, or even if the teacher was waiting until mid-semester before they actually talked about the latter half of the semester, I always wrote down the major important dates because typically there's a calendar of events on each syllabus or most most syllabi that I had received in college had like a calendar, an assignment calendar or a big project calendar 
on the back of it. And so I would write down everything of that class. And then I would write it down in most importance or or another way to say this is what was due at the earliest time. And each and every single week, I would add a couple things to this or whatever assignment that we are currently working on. I would always have like this big major category and then break it down to each day. So I would have all my math assignments, all my projects due, all my English assignments, all my psychology, anthropology assignments, all of that. Whatever I was needing to do, I would lay it all out. And then I would almost like a puzzle piece. So I would label each day, okay, I have to get all of this stuff done on Monday. I have to do, I have to get all of this stuff finished by Wednesday. All of the stuff is due by Friday at the latest of next week, whatever it was, and just scheduling it out of like, okay, so I have this much time to work on a project. And so I wrote down what was at the most important or what all I needed to do that day. So then I based it off each hour and the severity or the complexity of the project. If it was a written paragraph that was due the next day, I would go ahead and do it or I would go ahead and set a time. I would go ahead and set aside 30 minutes to work on it. Or if I had a project that was due three weeks in advance, I would go ahead and write it. Okay, well, what can I do? What can I start on now? So scheduling, that's the number one thing that I feel like needs to be set in place before you ever do anything. So number two, we have our schedule. And the second thing is we set out five main goals for the day and then work down. So number two and number one, scheduling and working down, finding five main goals and scheduling out your week kind of go hand in hand. But in my head, I compartmentalize these in two different two different areas or two different departments of my brain. So you had scheduling, you had, okay, oh, I have all of these projects. Well, now what are five main goals you can do each and every single day? So tackle the biggest things and or the things that are due first up front. Do all of those things or work towards those things and then work your way down. If there's something of of least importance, write that at the very bottom of the list, Think of it this way, if there was only five things that you could get done in a day, what are those five things? Number one, number two, number three are most, most important. Four and five, I really need to get done. If you have a six and a seven or an eight, nine, 10, then congrats to you if you get to all of those. But try to only write down five main goals, five main objectives, because when you start adding more to you, to your list, there's a lot of tension, there's a lot of pressure, and sometimes there's there can even be like angst or anxiety built up because you're like, oh my gosh, I have to work on this, I have to get this done by five o'clock, and, and you're just very stressing yourself out, and you're not able to fully devote your time and energy into the objective at hand. And so that's why I said we need to set a schedule, and then we need to set down, okay, so I have this schedule now. I have my five main goals for each and every single day. The way I like to think about, okay, what is the biggest thing or what do I need to have do first is, okay, what will take the most time? So if I, so that's why number one needs to be the number one thing you have to get done today. And you could, you can have a couple, number one, you can have a couple things that are at utmost importance, but what are the things What is the one thing that is going to take the longest time? Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and knock that out. 
or what is the most pressing thing? Maybe it might not take the longest time, but what is, but it may be the most important task. So, in, so for instance, say that you had a doctor's appointment first thing in the morning, but you also had a goal to clean your house. Well, the most pressing thing isn't to clean your house, it's to go to your doctor's appointment. Even though cleaning the house would take the most time and technically going to the doctor's appointment would be the easiest thing to do, it is the most pressing. So kind of um, move around. It's okay to move around your schedule. It's, um, it's okay to move around those objectives. Um, think about what needs your utmost attention. Well, so you have your doctor's appointment. That is the most pressing thing, right? Okay, so you have that. Well, cleaning your house is going to take the most time. But what needs your utmost attention right now? Okay, well, you have to answer this phone call on the way to the doctor's appointment. Can you kind of see what I'm what I'm trying to express in this of like, these are the three questions you can ask yourself. Will this take most of my time? Is this the most pressing? Do I Will this take most of my attention and work from there? The goal isn't to hit all the goals or hit all the objectives at, at once. It's to literally strategize yourself and stretch out your time management so you're not feeling that pressure. You're not feeling that tension. And also, I feel like most, if not all of us, have done this at some point where you have like five or however many th- major things and you're like, uh, don't really want to do these things or I haven't really gotten to these things yet, but I cleaned my office, I organized my apps, you know, a bunch of random stuff. So you start writing it on your on your uh, sticky, sticky note list or you write it on your goals for the day list and you start marking things off and you're like, I'm productive. But it's like, well, you didn't actually have to vacuum your living room for the third time this week. Like, no, like that was not the utmost importance. You had other things that you had to be doing. You just didn't want to do them or you just haven't gotten around to them yet. So we have scheduling and then we have set our our main goals for the day and work down. So number three is working from 30 minutes to one hour increments at a time. So we need to be pacing ourselves whenever we have these big pressing tasks for the day. We need to be pacing ourselves on only spending between 30 to one hour increments, especially on the bigger objectives at hand. You may have a couple things on your list that take five minutes. Okay, go ahead and do those things, you know, but you shouldn't be spending more than one hour at a time on something, especially if you're working from home, regardless of what's going on out in the out in the world. But if especially if you're working at home or you're, or you're working on computers, or you're sitting down all day, or you're in a specific setting for crazy amounts of time, you need to be pacing yourself because one, you get bored. You're like, okay, I really don't feel like working on this for another hour. But you also can get antsy. You can also, again, feel that pressure, feel the anxiety coming up. Um, you kind of start to lose your drive. You kind of start to lose focus. You start daydreaming. You start thinking of other things you'd rather be doing. Um, you'd rather be doing at that time. And I don't know about you, but I have to get up and go to the bathroom or go eat a snack or go up, step outside for a couple minutes and then come back because I cannot sit at my desk all day staring at a computer screen because one, it gives me headaches, it hurts my eyes, and three, I have Chiari malformation where my skull and my spine kind of fuse together. And so I get really bad, really bad neck and back tension because of that. So I 
physically have to pace myself if I'm only allowing myself to spend this certain amount of time on this specific objective. Also, you need to have a stopping point. So the whole reason why I incorporated writing down all of my assignments back in college is because I needed to have a stopping point. So say I had a project due Friday. I get it Monday. I get the project assignment on Monday. It's due Friday. Well, I am not about to spend my entire Monday slaving away on a project that's due Friday if I don't have to, if I don't have anything else going on. There are sometimes there have been some instances where I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm really feeling this. I, I'm batching my work and and I kind of want to go hang out with my friends tomorrow. I'll go ahead and get this done. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about forcing yourself to get something done when it's not even due for a while. That may not be you, but I've had times where I really stressed myself out or I was staring at my computer for too long or I stayed up way too late working on a project that wasn't even due anytime soon and I was just trying to get it over with. Like You have to have a stopping point. And the reason why this also kind of coincides with the setting five main goals for yourself is it's not about hitting every single goal. It's not about hitting every single objective or task. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to have for, we're trying to have forward progress. We're trying to have incremental wins that will get us closer and closer to each of our goals and dreams and tasks and assignments or whatever word you inter- want to interchange there. So when you have a stopping point, you set an alarm on your phone of like, okay, I'm only allowed allowing myself to work on this project or work on these couple of assignments and tasks until 2 p.m. When it gets to 2 p.m. and it's not necessarily due that day or the next couple of days, it is okay to be done with your work day. It's okay to say, okay, you know what? It's two o'clock. I did what I could. I did my best. I hit the majority of this. Whatever I can't finish today, I will finish tomorrow. And that is 100% okay. It's okay to set alarms on your phone. Even if you are going to continue, maybe you're so close to finishing, you you allow yourself another 30 extra minutes. But make sure you are only working in small periods of time because things because odds are you actually are a lot more productive in those smaller times when you pace yourself. When you work on one piece at a time, and you are putting your phone away, and you are determined to get this done, it's almost like a game. It's almost like a challenge for yourself of how much can I get done within 30 minutes? Or how much of, how can I get the bulk of this assignment finished within an hour? What can, what, what all things can I be doing in this short amount of time? And it's like, you're, you're trying to race the clock. You're trying to race yourself of meeting those 30 minutes or meeting those hour, that hour of workflow and and time management. So focusing on one piece at a time. Number four, set specific work days. I feel like this should go without saying, but you need to be mindful and respectful and honoring of your own time. Time is precious and it's something that we can't get back. Don't do things that will waste your time. I'm going to repeat that again. Don't do things that will waste your time because that is not productivity. You know how I mentioned that most of us, if not all of us, when we don't want to do something or aren't really making big progress on things or we haven't gone around to our 
our objectives. We just start writing off things that we've that we did that wasn't even on our list and marking it off to make it make us look like we're being productive. Yeah, that's a time waster. That's not being mindful, respectful, or honoring of our own time. Another reason why we need to set specific work days is because I feel like as hard as you work, you should also play that much harder. I truly 100% believe that you need to have days, literally an entire day, if not multiple days, to yourself of doing things that bring you joy, that speak life into you, that ignite your heart, whatever, spending time with your favorite people. Maybe it's watching your favorite movie. You know, if you've been around, if you've been listening to this episode, if you're in my community, you know that I'm a huge, huge advocate for self-care and taking care of yourself and loving yourself. And sometimes that means setting aside your work, even if you didn't finish, and going to eat a snack or, or going to travel on the weekends, go camping with your spouse. Cody and I actually strive to take off Friday through Sunday and just go hiking or go camping or just just hanging out at the house or or whatever it is that we're doing at the, that 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 specific time period. We have set days where we work on things. We have specific days where we work on specific tasks. We have a lot of clients whom we do podcasting work for whether it's editing or scheduling out their podcasts. We have to set specific days and times that we are allowing ourselves to do that. Why? Well, one, because we also have podcasts that we're working on. We also have our own projects. As much as we have clients, we also have our goals and dreams that we are also chasing as well. We have times where we want to just self-care and hop in the car and just go for a drive and, and listen to our own podcast and watch our own favorite TV shows or play freaking Animal Crossing or, or whatever. Like, we have a schedule And currently, our schedule has been kind of thrown off because of the impact of COVID-19 and will be um, for the next couple of weeks, but we're starting to set a new schedule for ourselves. I keep going back to this. Schedule is the number one important thing for workflow and time management, but you need to set specific work days and you need to be setting specific time periods because again, that's where tension and anxiety come from. Think about this for a minute. Clear is kind. That's what Brene Brown always says is clear is kind. And a lot of times that's not just people. Yes, we need to be clear and kind with other people. We also need to be clear and kind with ourselves. We need to be honest with ourselves. Can we actually get this project done in a certain amount of time? Can we actually make this schedule where we work half days or we take off the whole weekend or we only work half of the week or whatever that looks like for you, whatever is feasible for you, but you need to have an off day or off days or off times where you're like, you know what, it's two o'clock or it's it's five o'clock or whatever time works for you. And, you're, and you say, okay, well, I'm going to wrap up whatever I was currently working on and I'm just going to be done for the day. I'm going to go hang out and do what I want. You have to have that time for yourself. Practicing self-care and practicing self-love is not wasteful, but doing things that don't serve you and doing things despite you having tension and anxiety and and all of these things, that's not being productive. You're not taking care of your schedule. You're not taking care of yourself in that. And my final thing, five, treat yourself. Like I said, you need to have time where you're hanging out with your friends or or you're doing things that that you love and, and speak life into you. And some of that is literally not working. Some of that literally involves not doing anything of just rewarding yourself for a job well done. You worked all week, okay, you deserve a break. 
Take as long as you need to. And then whenever you're done, you can go back to your work. You can go back to being productive. But productivity can also be a form of self-care. Productivity can also be a form of having fun and not worrying about a schedule, not worrying about strategy. And sometimes you have to take a break and not work. Sometimes you have to rest hard too. So my top five workflow tips and tricks. Scheduling, set five main goals for the day and work down. Work 30 minute to one hour increments. Set specific work days and treat yourself. Now that I've shared with you all my workflow tips and tricks, I would love to know what works for you. Do any of these tips or tricks work for you or or any of these things that you are not currently implementing but you would like to try? Or do you have something else that works better for you? I would love to know your thoughts on this. I would love to know what your workflow looks like and what your schedule looks like and and the... how you get through your objectives, even the really hard, time-consuming ones. I would love to know. Once again, I just want to thank you to all of my listeners, every single last one of you. Thank you for allowing me to get to hang out with you this week and just share my heart with you all and maybe even ramble a time or two. I hope you have an amazing day today and I will see you on the next episode of The Prodigal Daughter Podcast. Thanks for joining me this week on The Prodigal Daughter. If you would, please rate and review the show. This helps reach listeners like you who want to chase after their God-given callings and dreams. Also, if you have a girlfriend, sister, or any other woman figure in your life who would benefit from the show, feel free to share this on. The Prodigal Daughter is more than just a podcast. It's also a community where we can continue conversations like this one and link arms with the women around us as we reignite the fire from within. Find the Prodigal Daughter community on Facebook. Of course, you can find all of the details of this week's episode, links to our community, and more in the show notes. You can also visit theprodigaldaughter.com for even more podcast episodes and all of my blog posts. Until next time, go and be great today and every day.